and welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard, I will be your host for this evening, or this morning, or this afternoon. It just depends when you're listening, really, after all, it's your podcast. Joining me today, and it's probably instantly regretting actually saying <laughs> you would come on, that serves you right for not listening to any of the shows, um, is a gentleman who is actually... Um, He's a, he's a content creator. Um, he occasionally hangs about with Mr. Paul Grogan. Um, he is known for rather getting involved in his um, his rather weighty cardboard because if you stand next to his furniture, on occasion you might hear a creaking shelf or two. It is none other than Mr. Matt Evans. So there you go. Hello, Matt. Hello there. <laughs> Hi Richard. Hi Matt. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm good myself. You know, as I say, I've got some apple juice and Seven Up. The night is young, um, and it's all going to be some fun. Um, the reason that we, um, the reason that we've asked Matt on, is because he's a content creator, and um, sometimes it helps to hear about other people that are doing sterling work, getting the. Getting the kind of the the kind of the board game hobby out there, um, so I asked him one, so he can have a tell us a little bit about himself and tell us a little bit about creaking shelves and what it's all about and what it's doing. Uh, the reason that we do this is because we fundamentally still believe that there quite simply isn't enough podcasts out there about board games, um, where apparently there's now just three board games from Scotland, all about. Um, Sorry, old podcast about board games. That's the juice kicking in already. <laughs> and <laughs> it's gonna be a wild night. It's gonna be a crazy night. You know, it's uh, should have probably went for the natural apple juice instead of the one that says it's made from concentrate and e numbers. And the other reason that we do this, as I say, is we like to get on other people that are doing good work in the industry. And I grabbed the opportunity to have a chat with Matt. So I guess as we always start off, we'd like to know a little bit about um, how you got involved in the world of kind of, I guess, pressed and printed trees. So do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about your history? Well, my history kind of really begins with refined oil much more than pressed and printed trees. Um, I was a big miniatures gamer growing up. Ah. Yes. Well, the Games Workshop uh, stuff. When they uh, when they released the um, the Lord of the Rings game to tie in with the films. Oh, you weren't a uh, buy the first part for two ninety nine and then buy every subsequent part I for four ninety nine. Boy, were you? I was. Yes. The Battle of Games <laughs> in Middle Earth or whatever the, yeah. the magazine series was. Yes. Did you? Okay. Here's a question. First question then. Yeah. Did you go the clever route and subscribe, or did you just get it kept for you at the newsagents? And how long before you kind of went, listen, I've spent seven hundred pound on this now. <laughs> I I I went the subscription route. Did you? Ah, uh, yeah. It was such a good deal that magazine. It was insane. It was like four quid every fortnight for like a pile of plastic models and. All the instructions for how to paint them and games to play and stuff. That was. I hope it. I usually mean... those, usually those magazines always come across as such a rip off, but 
this one was actually cheaper than buying them direct from Games Workshop. <laughs> I remember the one about you can build a car, and it was like 1,800 issues, and it was priced about £10 <laughs> each. <laughs> so you could be like, you know, you could spend £18,000 buying like a model car. <laughs> you couldn't drive it, but if you wanted to, you could technically go out and save the money and buy yourself a real car. Um in real life. I am amazed. It's always something that fascinates me because they always seem to stick around for a while and then they just disappear into the ether and you wonder if they wait until they've got a subscription base because it must be cheaper mm. just to service a subscription base and maybe send out maybe 300 models every issue. Then I suppose produce thousands and thousands of magazines to kind of send it out there. I wonder, I'd be interested to... That's something, to, yeah. that's something to kind of track down. How big was your army then, Matt? How big did it get? I I mean, I collected those magazines for like a couple of years. Um, I didn't go the whole, all the way. I eventually stopped because then I got into Warhammer. Oh. Uh, that's the kind of natural next step. And then I had quite a lot of it. <laughs> I, had, I had a good couple of thousand models, I think, at one point. <laughs> Um, across various Games Workshop systems. They took a lot of my birthday and Christmas money yeah. <laughs> as a teenager. <laughs> Did you um, see when you were um, going down the line at the beginning and you would probably go, eh, I'll, um, I'll paint these. So you painted all of them and you obviously went down the route and I'll really go down the kind of the painting chart and uh, really, really kind of make a good effort. By the time you had several thousand miniatures, was it just a case of getting out like a big brush with some Dulux and just <laughs> across like 50 well, at a time? It was more a case of I just had a lot of grey plastic that I never quite managed to finish painting. But I really enjoyed the painting, but it, you know, it was like hmm. it was coming in faster than I could ever, ever <laughs> hope to get them painted. Because um, I was far too much of a perfectionist at it. So. <laughs> it's like painting the fourth road bridge. Yeah. That, that yeah. Whole thing. As soon as you kind of like got one finished, there was another at 50 they... to do. <laughs> at least they do finish the fourth road bridge occasionally. Though, they've right? done it. And they've actually they've finished it now. Because know, what they did is such a shame. Yeah. Because they used to... <laughs> <laughs> used to like they actually finished it, and then it used to be the case that we got to paint it again. And then some smart Alec went, "Why don't you just paint it using a plastic material type thing? Then you're never to paint it again." And obviously, you can imagine Put all those paintings <laughs> exactly <work>. several <laughs> hundred people going, "Well, that's just brilliant, isn't it? Thanks a lot, mate." Yeah, we knew about that. We'd known about that since '77. <laughs> you know, we're going to tell you. Um, were you? I mean. In the painting side of things, I mean, did you, I mean, did, have you got, like, pictures of the models? Have you have you kept some of the models? Is there ones that you kind of you finished and you kind of held it aloft above your head and went, this, this is, I cannot get any better than this? Or do you become quite self-critical as you uh, learn new kind of techniques and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, you kind of, well, it's kind of, I never reached the point of entering competitions or anything like that, but yeah. like there was always, I was always pushing to try new stuff. So uh -huh. like I, I tried like the non-metallic metals and some of the kind of you know the lighting effects and stuff like that. So I got to that point, um, and I've still got some. 
Uh, I sold a lot of the. I don't have any of my old Warhammer stuff, but yeah, as as I fell out of love with the game system and the whole Games Workshop model, I discovered that board games were doing tons of miniatures now as well. Um, and Kickstarter, hey, they can provide <laughs> one or two miniatures occasionally if you look hard enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, new crowdfunded uh, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of those look yeah. almost. I like those sculpts, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, did you? I mean, did you kind of move then quite quick? Did you? Well, yeah. What was the first? What was the kind of the first games that like when you saw Kickstarter? What were the kind of the ones that you went? Oh yeah, I've got to get myself some of this. Well, well, there was the um, at the first zombie side, I'd I'd missed. And so it was like, oh my god, that looked amazing. Look at all the <laughs> stuff you got with that. What was I, how did I miss out? I'm not missing out on the next one. Um, which meant I went in pretty heavy uh, into a game called Rivet Wars. Another Simon one which came out and imme- almost immediately vanished off the face of the earth. Rivet Wars is um, stunning. Rivet Wars They're is really a, nice mini. It's the, re- it's the kind of the cutesy kind of... Um, kind of barrel shaped kind of figures, and you had like it was yeah, the eastern right. front side of thing. Yeah, um, the yeah I've played it. I've, I've um, played Rivet Wars lots of times because I love the system. And nice. Yeah. Love the um, um, was always meant to get the expansions, but there was one of these games that as it became, they were down to kind of limited print runs. It's one of those pain. Mm. It's one of those pains that a game doesn't do well. So it does a limited print run for its expansions, and then it only does that one print run for the expansions, mm. and then getting hold of the expansions is absolutely impossible. Now, me yeah. and uh, me and Colin played that, <clears throat> played that a few times, and actually he loved it so much that I said, "Here, you can basically here have my co- here's here's, here's yeah, I know you love the game. Here, have my copy." So, um, so he was he was lovely into that. Did you paint them up then? I managed to paint. I painted a couple of them. Yeah, um, but I was also quite. I'd already got like uh, Super Dungeon Explore. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, you know, I, I love that. So I've got a fully painted set of like the original box of that. Um, and then I mean, then that's like the, the next Zombie Side, <laughs> and then Cthulhu Wars. Yeah. Uh, so Cthulhu Wars is basically why I've got creaking shelves because <laughs> I've got I've got so much of that. I I mean. I got all of the stuff from the first Kickstarter. Right. And by the time the second Kick- Cthulhu Wars Kickstarter came around, I'd, I'd, I'd finally kind of grown up a bit and realised just how much plastic I had in my house and how much money I was spending on Kickstarter <laughs> for these things. <laughs> and so I, I, I stopped then, but I still have more... I, I, I worked it out that to paint Cthulhu Wars. Yeah. Right, if I... If I painted like a whole batch of like the each mo- each monster type uh-huh. right in a week, um, it would take me two years to fully paint it all. And there's no way I would be able to paint a whole batch of monsters in one week. <laughs> Just like, where do you start? That's like yeah. that's like something that's worthwhile doing armed robbery for. So you end up in some kind of prison. So they say, "What are you going to do well, now?" Well, I've got plenty of time. <laughs> finally, finally have enough time to take the Wars. 
<laughs> so glad I pr- I committed that large scale bank fraud. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. bring my paints in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just trading them. Have you got you got a couple of snouts, mate? Hey, what are you going to sue you for? Oh, just wondering if you've got any heavy gravel. Uh, <laughs> he can get you a tin. PVA glue as well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Liquid Donald will get you sorted out for the next couple of weeks. You need to give him his mobile fan now. <laughs> so, you did a couple of years in prison. Yep. <laughs> Finished off painting Cthulhu Wars. <laughs> Do you stay with the miniatures? I mean, you said obviously. Did you walk away from Kickstarter and went no? I've I've I still I still back stuff. Um, generally, uh, just not the miniatures side of things so much anymore. Are you just um, are you just thought like one miniature will be one miniature too many? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not have space anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to a group. It's like yeah, I've got that as well. Yeah, I've got that. How many miniatures you got? 40,000 miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. 37,000. <laughs> it's definitely countable. It's still countable. <laughs> I still don't have to get around them off into batches of 100. Yeah. <laughs> get to put them to one side. Weigh them by. <laughs> Count them by weight. Yeah. <laughs> Do you regret selling some of the Warhammer, you know, some of the Warhammer stuff then? I mean, yeah, some so... of it must be. Sometimes, I I had a really nice dark Eldar army for forty forty k, which I was really proud of. Um, really like slick blue color scheme. Um, so that was that was kind of emotional letting mm. go of that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it sold for a reasonable amount of money, so I, I, <laughs> that <laughs> kind of took the edge off the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go out and buy more plastic with it? That's the thing. Um, I bought a car. <laughs> no. no, but all that money eventually went on getting a engagement ring, so it was well spent. I take it they're in the room with you then. <laughs> in the room next door, but I'm sure my. <laughs> Are they likely to listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, no, it's all fine. It's all fine. So. You you know obviously the minute, but did you still kind of get involved? I mean, okay, why didn't you get Kingdom Death Monster then? Surely you must. There must have been mm. fingers hovering I'm over buttons when, when it was. came to Kingdom. Think... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I was tempted, but I'm trying to remember when it was. Like, because there was there was the point where so like after after Cthulhu Wars, I think then I kind of realised how much I'd spent in like that year, hmm. um, and so was able to that you know kind of reformed me uh, <laughs> um so yeah no i think kingdom death monster was just too much like it was you know to get it was like you, you if you wanted to go into it you, i'm not sure i could have just got like the base game you know there's all those expansions with all the extra models and stuff and it's like yeah i probably have wanted to get all of it and then there's no way that that was going to be affordable jeez no. <laughs> it was weird because the original kingdom death monster was kind of sold on the fact like it had um the pinup models and stuff like that it was sold uh, because it was yeah, like a sexy game and now on the latest version people are kind of going absolutely crazy because they say no it is actually 
a really, 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 really good game. It's a great game, in fact. It's a fantastic game. But I do mm. remember a lot of people going, oh, yeah, Kingdom Kingdom Death Monster. It should be called Kingdom Nuddy Monster. Because, you know, because of all the different kind of... Yeah, it was extremely kind of... It was a bit... It wasn't adult, because if it was an adult game, halfway through you would have had to, you know, apply for a mortgage and sort out your direct debits. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know, it maybe a 14-year-old's kind of... Or a 13-year-old's dream, you know. Let's, let's face it, that's what an adult board game is. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> an adult board game is like considering my next move and whether, you know, if I went for a higher salary, would my benefits and my pension coming along? Because I am getting on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that is. It's not, oh, look at these, oh, look at all these naked ladies Definitely going way. about. You know, that's not an adult board game. That's a 13 year old board game. Let's stop, uh, let's yeah. stop lying to ourselves. Um, is that, but did you then start to get into the, like, the cardboard? Yeah, yeah. Um, around that time, uh, I was doing a PhD at the time with, Ooh, okay. and so a couple of friends. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I found the time to, you know, gives you a bit of time to do stuff as you want to when you. Uh, so I kind of fell out of love with doing the science side of things, um, and started getting more and more into board gaming. As a group of friends, there we started up our own like board game. Uh, group, yeah. What did you Meeting do? What was weekly. your PhD in? It was in um, computational biology. I was studying um, okay. plants and how the uh, cells in plants signal to each other. Well, you're kind of okay in terms of what, like, kind of reaction to certain environments and stuff like that. Or... Yeah, exactly. So, like, if there's a sudden change in the environment. Yeah, the plant has to kind of respond to that, okay. and so how do you go from sudden change in temperature to whatever happens inside the plant? So, kind of looking at different effects on xylem and phloem and stuff like that. Did you just go into trees and look at kind of residual cambium and stuff at the same time? Sorry, no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, going. We're not wizards. Science uh, podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you want to talk, if you want a talk shop, that's fine. I did a bit of biology at university. Nice. <laughs> These guys, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, your sh- your shells are made out of wood, people, right? Even if you've got the MDF stuff. <laughs> Where do you think all this cardboard comes <laughs> you know from? Right? What I mean, <laughs> let's find out what this is all about. You know, <laughs> you know, you got an expert in the field. That's why it's called creaking shells. He knows all about it. He can probably tell you why it creaks. That's why. Yeah, probably cool. tell you the actual structure, the structure of it as well. <laughs> you know. So let's not mock them. Goodness sake. <laughs> no, I'm kind of no. I'm always interested in yeah. the person that surrounds the kind of the cardboard as well, or in your case, mm. the kind of the cardboard that came surrounding the cardboard that surrounds the cardboard. That oh look, we've got concentric circles. If we cut you in half, we could probably tell you how long you've been playing board games for. <laughs> <laughs> But no, so <clears throat> did you did you finish off your? I take it you must have finished off your PhD then. Yes. You didn't just you know ditched it and went. That's me. I'm rolling dice and taking names now. So mm-hmm. you are you a doctor then as well then or? I am now. Yes. Are you? Of, yeah, I finished finished it um, just over a year ago. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and that's when I moved down to London and started working the real world. But, that's another story. Yeah. 
for another time. Did that, but no, but did that, did that kind of, when you were kind of going, I can't be bothered with this kind of thing, let's kind of get on with some more cardboard, were you introduced to kind of like different games and stuff like that? Um, yeah, that yeah. Time then, we, yeah. Yeah, we got into this, you know, the, the cycle that, as you do, you know, buying, discovering all the you know, classic games and stuff, and mm-hmm. all, you know, there's three or four of us, um, and then I think it was like six or seven of us by the end of it, and you know, we were all buying games every few weeks, so it was like we we barely ever played the same game two weeks in a row. <laughs> Do you end up with quite a collection then yourself by that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. I've got as many games as I can fit in our cupboard here now. Um, and I'd filled shelves back then as well before I started getting like review copies and things like that. <laughs> I mean, what... Um, I mean, is there stuff that you've been playing recently at the moment that you kind of be really enjoying? Um, I'm, I'm really into the Arkham Horror Living Cart game. Right, okay. Um, I really enjoy that. Um, I just got, um, so, upcoming review, I guess, is for Through the Desert. Okay. Which just had, which just got re-released. Okay. Because it's, uh, one of the older Reiner Knizia games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is a big, big hex grid of the desert, and you've got lots of camels, and you're just placing out camels on, in the desert for, you know... Reasons because it's a Reiner Knizia game, completely abstract, but it's so so simple, and that just kind of made me kind of step back a bit and look at all the games that have been released. You know, over the last year, it's like everything's so much more complicated nowadays. (laughs) Whereas this is just like, oh, on my turn, okay, so I put out some camels and I try to get to the oasis, and that's that's this is joking with Paul. Paul Grogan and saying, I remember this, when this was Nightbit Fields. <laughs> you know? It's that kind of thing. It is, no. Yeah. It's like, um, what's I playing? King Domino. Mm, yeah. And you put that on the table and you go, okay, so what do you do? Well, you take four tiles, okay, and you put them down in numerical order, okay, and then you decide which tile you want, okay. And then you put it on your plot of land. Okay. And then what do you do? You top the points at the end. Okay. And then what so do you do? Then you do the you do the first step again until you finish the, the pile of cards that you've got. And you're just like, is that it? But then you get into it and it's absolutely fantastic and it's become one of my you can see how it won all these, you know, these awards and everybody's mm. kinda of ranting and raving about it. But you're right, because then you go back to um <clears throat> Was it I was looking at? I am. Um, I managed to get hold of Warhammer Quest, and I'm oh, looking through. Yeah, yeah. The and new I, Games Workshop. Yeah, it's kind of like right. the the yeah. card. Yeah, the card game type thing. And you're reading through the rules and that, and you're just going, "Why can't it just be quite simple?" And I can just go <laughs> ahead and play it. And why do I'm going to know I'm going to be referring to the rules, or I'm going to be booting up a a Rodney Smith video to to yep. kind of have a have a playthrough and see kind of what it's kind of what it's like but no I see we I totally see see we kind of where you're coming from I mean are you do you still like your kind of your heavier 
kind of games. Are you still oh, very yeah. much into that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think this. It's just this one's uh, given me quite a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no. I mean, like um, Great Western Trails probably been one of my favourites from this year. Mm. It keeps coming out, even though I reviewed it back in like February or whatever. And but you know, every convention that I go to, every games weekend, yep, Great Western Trail, get the game out. <laughs> um, which is such a rarity, right? When you're a reviewer, yeah. like it's always about what's the next, you know, article about. Let's get that played. Um, and so, actually, getting to keep playing something is, you know, the mark of a really successful game. <laughs> no, I completely understand. I mean, it's a big difference. I mean, I used to, um, I used to review video games. And that's the biggest measure, is you play a game through. You play a game through to write a critique about it or to record a video about it, but mm. it's a big difference if three months <clears throat> you're actually saying, do you know what, I'll stick that back in the in kind of the, the kind of the disk drive. I mean, where do you how how did you get from the journey from going actually I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying this, this is a lot of fun, but actually I might actually start putting together some content to tell some other people about um, what I think, or mm. you know, how did how did you make that kind of transition? Yeah, um, so it was. I mean, I was getting really into you know people like Shut Up and Sit Down, who are major inspiration for me, I guess. Um, but it was we. So my the, my group. Uh, back when I was during my PhD, so I was we were um, starting to play around with like designing games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Um, and I thought, oh, this would be really cool. And and I'd seen like uh, the Jamie Stegbyers, you know, how how to do Kickstarter stuff, and all about you know building up a building up some an audience and things. And I thought, okay, well maybe if I start a blog, and that might give me you know. People start following the blog, and then yeah. that could be somewhere I could launch games from. And then I started the blog, and that kind of just completely took over. <laughs> and I barely ever you know, done any game design since. But that that was the kind of initial genesis. Uh, I just started, you know, uh, writing stuff, and yeah, it kind of just went from there. Um, it's gonna like buy cardboard, buy pens, <laughs> hello keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> tap tap tap. Okay, that looks good, kind of thing. Um, what was the first game you reviewed? Oh my god, what a good question. Um, I think it's... that's there's one question that's always a good question on the show. This is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like we do one. Ago. The one first good... one I wrote, yeah, was uh, for Lifeboat. All right. Um, have you heard of it? It's uh, uh no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's quite it's quite fun. It's a uh, it's like a little card game, and you're all in a lifeboat. Mm-hmm. All right, the, however many of you there are, um, but obviously there's not really enough water to go around, and only the person at the head of the boat gets first pick of everything that you, that you come across from the wreckage of the ship, mm-hmm. and only the guy at the back of the boat steering, and and you all want really really hate one other person in the boat and want to make sure they don't make it back to shore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you also love someone else in the boat and you want to make sure that they do make it back. 
right <laughs> that mechanic kind of you just um, pick fights with each other <laughs> yeah yeah that's either a mechanic or the story of my life um <clears throat> but yeah no okay i mean did you what did you think of it at the time did you enjoy it at the time were you quite kind of positive about it at the time yes yeah i i i not played it much since but i do listen <laughs> i still like it when i do it's <laughs> it's just yeah it's it's silly and it, it's definitely got you know like bad things it's like players can totally be eliminated fairly early on and nasty stuff like that but it's also just silly I, fun <laughs> i don't i've not got a problem with player in el- elimination you know it's survival of the fittest if you're not good yeah. enough at a game then and you get knocked out it's your own fault <laughs> except except obviously when I'm the person that's getting eliminated, and then it's an absolutely terrible tragedy, uh, travesty of justice yeah. that needs to kind of get ruled out immediately. Would yeah. you would you write? Do you kind of like like any? I guess any kind of creative person. Do you look back on that review and think, "Oh, I would have done that differently," or you are you being are you quite happy with the way the kind of the review turned out? Your opinion at the time and things like that. Yeah, well, certainly I certainly yeah I still stand by. The, my opinion of it. Um, God, I uh, so I don't tend to go back and read my older articles. Probably, I'm too worried about exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, have I have I got have <laughs> maybe maybe I've gotten worse. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I think that's, exactly. that's the one that really worries me. <laughs> He's just like that. It's like when did I lose my edge? Yeah, this, exactly. This is, <laughs> That stuff was like cutting edge. Oh my goodness! That, you know the words and the structure and just you know the whole thing is just immense. I'm just looking at it right now, and my current stuff's like mashed potatoes. It's formless. Yeah. Oh, why am I even doing this? Ah, and that kind of thing. I get that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of these things. I think you just have to power through. It's a yep. terrible thing about being a content creator is having the sheer, just the sheer. I guess the sheer kind of um, will just to keep steaming through and think, and just yeah. accept at some points you might go back and listen or read over or watch something that you've done before and went, that what wasn't was yeah. that wasn't very good, <laughs> or that yeah. could have been that kind of could have been better. Is there um, <clears throat> is there though games that you have kind of maybe changed your opinion on over the period of time since you've been mm. kind of since you've been kind of creating the content. Because you don't just do the right. I mean, there's you, you get involved in a... Fair enough, you've got your videos that you do, your comparison videos that you do, you yeah. do your short write-ups, you do your big write-ups. I mean, do you feel... That's brand new. <laughs> I know, but do you, I, do you feel now that you're creating, you know, creating content on a regular basis, is there a kind of a... Do you feel you have to push yourself to continually kind of innovate and things like that? Yeah, yeah, you you do always want to try new things. Particularly as you never it's very hard to know whether what you're doing is very good, you know, like good enough or whether people really care. <laughs> it's like sometimes no, it's very lonely being no, a content creator, right? No, I totally understand that because let's face it, if you're looking at I mean, going back to um Shut Up and Sit Down, you know, God God Rester and all that sailing are. But you know, if they <laughs> If they put up a, if they put up a content, if they, I'm going to be very nice because I'm currently kind of 
had a little side conversation with Matt Lee's about coming on the show, so I don't want to be terrible. Oh, he'll just be, yeah, he'll just be like that. <laughs> no, nah, he's not coming on, because look at him. Look at he just totally slagged us off with this um, this other episode, <laughs> and we're not going to do that. But if they post a piece of content, there is usually a whole raft of comments underneath saying, yeah. "Yeah, I agree with you. This is amazing. This is fantastic. This is brilliant. This is." Br-. I mean, I remember. I mean, they're they're very very influential. I remember Tom Clare, um, that did Champion of the Wild, and they mentioned his game, mm-hmm. and Tom's like going, Tom went, oh. I all of a sudden got funded on Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and he just couldn't, couldn't believe it actually happened. It's like, this is fantastic. But no, I mean, it's, and like, you'll get people, you'll get people that are champions. I think once you get to a certain level, you'll get people that will come back and maybe say, well, I think you're, maybe should have done that differently. But are you just like, well, I'm just going to put it out in here and see what sticks? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I really enjoy the process of just making these things. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I write an article, right, and then like, it goes out and people definitely read it, and, you know, people keep coming back to read stuff, but mm. I have no idea you know, what they think about it very, very much, because, <laughs> like, no one ever leaves a comment on a blog for some reason. Blogs, no. I found videos, though, having started the uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, I yeah. actually get I actually get comments on the videos, and that's so nice. <laughs> so it's clearly something about um, YouTube means people are actually much more willing to comment, or maybe it's the format because I'm actually doing a comparison. So I, you know, it's like I can actually ask, oh, which do you guys? What, what do you think's better? You know, let, <laughs> let me know type thing. Um, because you did one. Um... You did. Was it Euphoria? Is it Euphoria? Is it Euphoria and Viticulture? Yes, that was yesterday's video. That's right. And yeah, so as you know, um, what is that all about? Because because <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I'll have to do some homework here. Just you know, checking. Better check this guy out if he's going to be coming on the show. Check mm-hmm. out this. Go throughs and it's like, okay, there's general stuff. And then there's like masks and people doing funny accents and you know <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be talking about Euphoria today and it's the only game you're going to be talking about kind of thing and yeah. I'm like going <laughs> it's a lot it's it um it's you need to be quite courageous to do something like that I think <laughs> I don't mean that in a nasty crazy. way no yeah. no because it's very very easy just to sit in front of a box of games. Here's my box of games behind me. I've not got any box of games. I've got a lovely kind of mass-produced oil painting type thing. But to sit and kind of go and blah, 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 and it takes a lot to kind of go out there and go, well, let's do some masks, let's do costumes, let's do places, let's do scripts and stuff like that. Is that something you've just kind of like, well, let's just just go and do this and see kind of what happens? Yeah, well, I knew, like... There was there was no point just making standard reviews, right? Just doing what everyone else already does. Yeah. Um, so when I started getting interested in the idea of doing a video series, you know, I thought put some effort into make you know coming up with something that's different, mm-hmm. as different as we uh, <laughs> could do. <laughs> and for, yeah, for some points, it's it gets very different. <laughs> I just like was like, I, I think I was more gener- I was more um, 
jealous at the fact that someone on your team has got a V for Vendetta mask. <laughs> Sorry, really, you can get that costume really cheap. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's okay then. Well, I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've we've not been spending too much money on this. Don't you? Don't worry. <laughs> exactly that. It's, like, it's going towards the Patreon. We need to reach the five hundred dollar a month mark. You know, I could, more we could, masks needed. <laughs> more masks needed. Listen, if you want to have us dressing up and doing cuts like this, which take a lot of time, you don't realise how difficult it is. It's all oh, very man. well, but cutting from one thing to another and then merging the film and stuff together and then managing the audio and getting all the sound right is a difficult thing to do. It, Thanks very it much. It really is. I can't believe, like, uh, it's given me a huge amount of respect for people who are able to do this regularly. So, I mean, we did a the six-episode series, which just finished, so that was the last of our videos for a little bit. Um as a kind of test the waters, see how it goes uh, kind of thing. And that it's taken as... I originally, <laughs> we originally had the idea a year ago. Yeah. Like we came up with the, the format and then a, a year ago. So it's taken us all year to get this produced. Hopefully now we'll be a bit faster so we don't have to wait until <laughs> next year. <laughs> a whole other year to uh, see, see anything else on the channel. But we got some, you know, we got some ideas for some quicker stuff. Um, early next year, and then there'll be a second season, hopefully within six months. I think. Do um, you do you heavily? I mean, do you do you just script them, or do you just yes. kind of you do? Yeah, well, I suppose. Yes, yeah, I suppose for the for the Euphoria one anyway. It was like <laughs> obviously can just say and be posh. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the plan, though? I mean, are you planning to kind of make more and more of these as time goes on? Um, yes, we're certainly um, you know, picking games for the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to do another six-episode thing, mm-hmm. uh, okay. probably. Okay. Um, are, and... you, are you going to like going to be? Well, we're just going to be the guys that are going to try to do something different. Is that the kind of the plan, or are you just going to say, well? Let's try something, see what happens. If it works, keep going. If it doesn't, then fine. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm really happy with how it, this like first series has gone, considering you know, it was you know, starting from nothing, and people have actually come watched it, which is, <laughs> which is so nice. So, so nice. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we'll definitely do a second series of that, and then we've got an idea for a... Um, Another a different format, which is again like not just standard reviews or playthroughs or anything. Um, yeah. That we're that's hopefully going to be something we can produce actually quite a bit faster than these full, because each each of these each of those episodes takes like a full day to uh, film. Yeah, no, yeah. Plus absolutely. the scripting, plus the editing, all of that. Um, but. Yeah, that's still in the kind of early scripting planning stages, so I'm, I might leave that mysterious. Uh, that's fine. No, I'm so used to speaking to designers who say, um, we've got five go- uh, five games planned uh, to go to Kickstarter <laughs> next year. Do you want to tell us anything about them at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> and they just leave it hanging in there. It's like, all right, okay, well, I have no idea how to link this to the next section of the questions kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> Um, are you getting kind of more kind of people 
offering kind of reviews and things like that? I mean, are you do you, do you, do you actively have a list of people that you ask for kind of review copies, or do you find that more and more you're kind of getting offered to review kind of different games? Um. So I've been I've been really quite lucky. Um, I feel like so I got um Estevium, who are the you know, main distributor yeah. uh, distributor of games in the UK, yeah. reached out to me. Um, I was I've been doing stuff about six months. All right, okay. Um, and I'd had like a couple of uh, like Kickstarter people send you know uh, get in contact and send me stuff before then um but you know they were just small projects um and then sort of out of nowhere it felt like like i get this email from a stevium saying we've come across your blog we really like your stuff can we take you on for a trial period type thing you know what what are your viewing figures (laughs) readership like and it's like uh, i've got got a few this is how many like okay well (laughs) that's not really photograph of you holding up your hand (laughs) (laughs) well there's my mum uh my girlfriend (laughs) i I must admit i've read it through twice a couple of times just to get the figures up (laughs) <laughs> F5, F5. Yeah, anyway. exactly. <laughs> D- delete and re download. Delete and re download. I've been there with yep. the podcast. Delete and re download. Is that yeah. post-, post on Twitter? Oh, yeah. I'm so happy that we've finally reached 20,000 downloads on the podcast. Because <laughs> I tell you what, my arms are tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of thing. I don't know. My hard drive from downloading and clearing it. <laughs> I know because you can't just download it and then press the download button thing. You've got to like listen to the. Whole, you either got to listen to the whole thing or skip right to the end and then re-download it again. You know, my broadband bill is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but the sad thing is, you check out your stats and it's like you, you recognise your own IP address and you're like, oh, that's just mine. That's just me. That's just me downloading it. But when you're starting to do content like this, mm. are you the type of guy that is keeping an eye on the, the stats? You know, as you do the, you know, as you're doing the YouTube stuff and you're getting the blog stats and stuff like that, do you sometimes have to say, "Well, let look, I'm going to walk away for a bit because the content's out there; it's really, really good, and it just kind of picks up and just kind of let it look after itself." I mean. Um, because I've been, I don't know about you, but I've done shows which I thought, oh, that was really, really good. And then you're saying, well, hmm, it didn't get the reach that I thought it would. And then mm. the ones that you're not, you're kind of like, oh, that was okay. And then it's like, well, it goes up like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, actually, I've been thinking exactly that with like, the uh, latest videos. Like, the one that I thought was our best one, like, yeah. the best quality, best script. As barely anyone watched it. Like and the other, the other five <laughs> are, are doing really well. And it's what, what, what? No idea. What, what is going on? <laughs> Do I even know what I'm doing? Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> hey guys, I'm really proud about this one. <laughs> exactly. Don't watch it, please. And then, and then, no, no. Maybe I was too, maybe, 
Was I too eager? Is that what it was? You need to go go on and do an angry reaction video to seeing your stats for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't good enough, guys. Because that seems to be what everybody's doing. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of like, oh, let's have people reacting to people reacting to people reacting to people coming out the first viewing of The Last Jedi. (laughs) And it's like, why why am I even... what, What am I doing? Yeah, you know, caught some controversy or something. Yeah, ah, uh, that's just I don't know. That's the yep. thing. Um, <clears throat> oh, but are you just single-minded, just saying, well, this is happening. Let's you know, let's go on with it. We've got you know, we've got the deal with this Divian. That's kind of cool. I take it they still send you kind of games and stuff to kind of look at and review. Yeah, I regular. I have a kind of regular shipments into the office <laughs> <laughs> going through. So, like, I just reviewed. Uh, Pandemic, Le- 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 Pandemic Legacy Season 2. That's not uh, getting edited, Matt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to your podcast, don't worry. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, that's <laughs> And then you, what you do is you make it impossible to edit because you say, because <laughs> you wait like 10 minutes and then I'll say, I can't believe you messed up that Pandemic pandemic Legacy. Hey, there we go, that's both of us gone. That's one of the last times that we're stuffed either way, you know what I mean? We'll just have to cut the whole section, let's do a click. <laughs> Don't edit, there's no point in editing, you miss out the flow of the conversation. But as you were saying, you got, um, you, you got, you got Pundo McLegolo, <laughs> Legolasy. Going back to Log of the Rings. Legolasy, the, the Lord of the Rings edition. The Lord of the Rings edition. That's it. My arrow strikes true. Ding! So you finished doing that, you written up a review, and you said, no, there's no spoilers in this. Yeah. How'd you do that, then? Very carefully. Because <laughs> you got to watch out with stuff like that, with, like, spoilers yeah, and stuff. Because there'll be some people that go, oh, you showed me the picture of the map. Yeah, there, there's always that where where do the spoilers begin? Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, no packages opened, you know, no legacy deck stuff, and just, like, what you get when you first open the box. Like, that that should be okay, right? If, if you don't, if you can't, you know, handle seeing that much, um, that's too, too, you just want to go in completely fresh, and you probably shouldn't be reading reviews about it. Uh, it's just like what? Yeah. Just looking for something to complain about, you know. Yeah. Oh, I've got it sitting on my desk now. I'm really looking forward to playing it. And time to go to Google and look for look for non non spoilery reviews to complain about. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> not got enough to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dear Mister Evans, I note. Ret- <laughs> I'm writing to complain about it's like why are you writing to complain why are you sending me a letter how did you get my home address yeah. <laughs> but are you finding <clears throat> are you finding that you're having to be more select I mean obviously with that coming in what do you do with all the extra cardboard I mean do you just do you hand yeah. it out to people because this is a I mean this is it's, a real thing because what do you do with it? I mean, it's like you've got euphoria, and there's the ones that you keep, or are the ones that you actually kind of end up giving it friends. Do you like? I mean, I know? keep, I, I, I keep some, but then mm. you know, I have run out of space now, and there's a small pile in the corner of the bedroom of, like, I, I need to sort this out. I need to go through and figure out which ones <laughs> I'm, I'm going <laughs> to properly keep and which ones I need to move on. Um, but normally, so like, if I've bought the game 
which you know i i do i do buy games still yeah i can i'll sell it <laughs> review copies i give away i like i i occasionally very occasionally um because they're I run a run a like a proper competition type giveaway yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that very often. So generally, I've I've like given stuff to charity things. So at uh, like the UK Games Expo, there's uh, a chap I know uh, who does an, the auction um, and sells basically uh, games. Um, runs this live auction. He's big chat with a massive booming voice and does a really entertaining <laughs> thing so you know you should totally check that out so i gave uh i gave him a load of uh old review copies just to uh, for him to sell and said to give it to the um uk games expo charity um some odd games like if i've got friends i know who really want a particular game then i might give it to them mm-hmm. so like a a friend recently really was taken with uh, Word Slam, and Word Slam, great game, but comes in a massive box. Um, you know, it's one of those ones that's way bigger than the uh, amount of stuff inside it. Yeah, you know. Um, like and so, was it Splendor? Apparently, yes. is like that. Splendor yes. is like kind of. You know, half of the box is the game, and the rest of the box is the splendor that you get when you go. <laughs> you yeah, you take the insert and... out, and it's just like all piled up in the tiny corner. You know, <laughs> exactly. There's like five components in the whole game. You know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a bag of sugar in a warehouse. Um, yep. <clears throat> oh, I'll just smack my microphone. <laughs> this is going really yeah. well. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. I mean, um, what about Kickstarters as well? Are you are you getting kind of inundated with a lot of people kind of saying, "Can you can you do reviews for us? Can you do a video for us now and stuff like that?" There was a time when I was, um, but uh, I kind of stopped doing them. Yeah, like I wasn't really being. You know, it's like it's not like I was being you know, Stonemaier Games or. Tasty minstrel games were reaching out to me to do their kickstarters that oh, get wish. tons of traffic. It was just, it was just kind of like the really small guys. So like, I wasn't getting much return for the effort. Like, people weren't really that interested. Yeah. Um, and as I was getting more contact with uh, bigger publishers, I decided just to you know focus on bigger, you know, the new bigger releases. So I've not. So I don't really do Kickstarter coverage uh like very much or almost ever like i i do stuff for kind of like i guess old friends in the yeah. industry now yeah. you know like people uh who took a chance on me when i was a lot smaller and you know i will now happily you know help them out in return yeah, yeah, yeah. now that I can now that I'm in a more of a position to do that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um but generally I've got enough you know, work on my plate, keeping up with as best you can all the new releases that come out from the big guys into retail and stuff. So any Kickstarter stuff I get nowadays is stuff I've bought really yeah. <laughs> and get when everyone else does. But no models. Kind of yeah. what? No models whatsoever. Well, I did, I did, I did back 
Rising Sun. So uh... some models still. You're on the slippery slope. <laughs> on the slippery know, slope, Mister Evans. You can just see. You can see like that. Now I've got some. I've kind of got some. I've got some space. <laughs> no, but again, it's one of these things. It's difficult to say. Well, do I? You have to be quite set in your niche and what you're actually going to cover, because mm. you could end up kind of covering kind of everything. I mean, we don't review. We generally don't review stuff. We give kind of like impressions. We don't kind of say, "Oh yeah, we've played this five times, and here's the pros and cons when we've done it." Mm. Generally, if me and you know, when me and Colin are doing a show and we're talking about a game, it's kind of like an overview of what we thought, whether we liked it or whether we didn't. It's kind of not a recommendation or a review. It's just like, hey, mm. we've been playing this and this is what it's like. I think that you have to be quite selective in what you're going to be covering. Otherwise, you end up covering everything but not covering everything very, very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're not, I, yeah. And then you're not doing the justification to anything because you end up not being able to spend enough time recording a video for, or writing up an inf- article about Kickstarter, and then you're not able to do the same time writing up the latest game that you know Tasty Minstrel are about to put out there as well, kind of thing. Yeah, so exactly. It can ultimately, it can ultimately kind of suffer. Yeah, I always feel like the uh, the the one thing that I've never managed to do is to really get into like the the brand new games like really fast you know like get the early cop get copies early and get my review out first type thing you know that chasing the hotness um like i i've i realized that that's just that would just be insane like impossible uh to do that kind of work um like yeah. Nobody included seems to be exceptionally good at getting games like their reviews out first. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's a big part of the success of a lot of these the bigger meat uh, content creators is just they're able to get stuff two to three weeks before anyone else. Yeah, I mean that does make a difference. I mean yeah. it was the same. I mean it's the same with. Um, I mean it's the same with a lot of industries. I mean the guys that. I know people that were going along and seeing the press screening for The Last Jedi. So they were in oh, yeah. three, four days before anyone else was seeing it. I know guys that review video games and they're obviously, depending on how friendly they are, not friendly with the publisher, but pretend, pretend you know, depending on the relationship they have, yes. they'll either get a code a couple of weeks in advance or they'll get a code kind of like the two days before the game's kind of released. Mm. So I can completely understand I guess it's. I think it's another one of these decisions. Do you, do you become the guy that chases the new hotness? Because then, yeah. if everybody is talking about the new hotness, then you end up with a again. You end up with like like video game situation where everybody's talking about something for like three weeks, and then all of a sudden it kind of disappears, and then you yeah. get you get games like a bigger bigger tail. Did you and know? That's kind of why I yeah. wanted to do something different with the you know with the video right it's like yeah let's 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 make something that doesn't rely on just writing about the latest hotness no right um try and find content that can be that's interesting for people to watch um no i mean yeah yeah absolutely and you're also reminding people that those games exist Mm. i think what happens is and I think this happens more and more as the number of games come out, and it's just me, I'll see a game, someday I'll be talking about it, 
and then I'll be oh I really I really like to play that and then something else will come up because I've got a low attention span mm. <laughs> you know and then that'll be me I would have forgotten about that game until like you know I see it again it's like seeing seeing the euphoria video reminded me of two things is that um I'm never ever going to do a video because I've not got a face <laughs> for such things but it also reminded me you can I wear a mask as well <laughs> I really need I really I really need to I really need to get get my hands on euphoria and have a a play about yeah. with it because it's one of the I love viticulture Mm. Um, scythe, I prefer not as much as viticulture. Viticulture is just completely my bag. But mm-hmm. Euphoria sounds like a game I'd really, really like to get my hands on. But I forget about it, then it goes away, and then I get mm. like, watch the video and I'm reminded, ah, yeah, I really think I need to get hold of that. But then it's like you see, like Great Western Trail. There's another game I kind of wouldn't mind getting my hands on. People are talking yeah. about eth. I seen somebody posting about ethnos. Why did I leave ethnos so long? And you're like, damn, yeah, Ethnos, I really need, you know, before you realise, my list, I've got a list of shame. I'm not talking about a pile of shame. I've got a list of mm-hmm. games that I keep forgetting about that I need to remind myself to try and play at some point as well. But yeah. No. That's kind of cool. Um, talks for people who have listened, and, and God bless you for staying with us for so long. Um <laughs> Do you want to do you want to actually break down the type of stuff that you kind of cover and and kind of you know take the floor, Mister Evans, and oh. explain to us the magic that is the creek? Well, I mean, how did you come up with the name Creaking Shelves? That's a stupid oh. question. Isn't it? Um, well, I don't know. You know, I mean, well, actually, <laughs> oh God, that was, I mean, God, that was so long ago now, two and a half years, I think I've been running the blog. Wow. Um, so I was just looking for something board game-ish related. Yeah. yeah. Um, something hopefully, you know, slightly witty. Um, and all the good meeple puns were taken. So, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> I came up with Creaking Shells. Because <laughs> you can't just, as I say, I think, um, I can't remember who was speaking to this, uh, this about, but it's kind of like board game kind of content creators have kind of like become the hairdressers. In terms of what they call themselves, <laughs> you know, curl up and die. See, the right. thing is, right? Curl up and die. That could be a hairdresser's, or it could be a board game podcast <laughs> about 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 Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you've got to, but you know, what I mean, so it must be a struggle to yeah. come up come up with an actual name. You know, scissors, <laughs> cut above the rest. Yeah. You know, trimming. <laughs> that <just sits> yeah. <laughs> what you've been doing a day. <laughs> trimming. So you're like us, we just came up with a word that didn't have the word board games in it because I looked at board games and I was like, oh, I'm never going to find anything that's kind of like worthwhile. So yeah. what kind of stuff do you cover? Board games. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Board games, yeah, yeah. All End the, the podcast. On the shelves. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so most of the content is reviews uh-huh. with of whatever of the latest releases I can get my uh, grubby little hands on. And I tend to prefer like Euro games, um, but will generally 
I generally enjoy most games. Yeah. Um, like, and then when writing the review, it's like, what's the, what's the exciting, what's, what stands out about this? What makes it great? And to have a bit of fun uh, at the same time. So. I always have a pun rating, and because I hate numerical ratings, um, <laughs> and lots of jokes <laughs> at the expense of, or or in kind of as as loving homages to the game itself. Have you ever been tempted to write something which just totally not destroys a game? But it goes as far as kind of like taking the actual Michael out of it to the seventh level. I mean, I, I have had to really take some games apart. Because, I mean, like with review copies, I've always had the attitude of I if, if I've been sent a game, I will review it. Um, and that has meant on, you know, generally, generally games are at least good, right? They're at least playable, right? But I did have, you know, I've had a couple of Kickstarter games that were just really not, really not up to that, up to scratch, you know, they, and they had some, they, they received a nasty review. Are you not, are you not afraid to be quite critical then? Mm, uh, No. (laughs) Um, So, like, if, if there are problems with a game, I will not. Kind of hold back, yeah. So it's, but then I've not had to do that very often. Um, I kind of it's been an interesting year for them actually. Like I had like at the start of the year, I had a run of absolutely fantastic games like you know, Gloomhaven and Great Western Trail and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we went. Then there went for a period of like a whole bunch of games that just. That were that were good, that were solid, like uh, like Century Spice Road and Dice Forge and stuff, but mm. weren't like setting my world alight in the same way. It was yeah. just kind of yeah, they're good, they're good, but they're also not quite in, t- you know pushing. Yeah, you know, they're not inspiring me, and I was starting to get quite worried. Actually, it was like, am I burning out or something? Am I just, no, no, am I losing <laughs> enthusiasm for games? But thank thank goodness, yeah, you know, some. Really good stuff came in uh, in the last few months, and I, I was like, "Okay, good. It's not me. It's 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 them. It's good." <laughs> it's just you. You're disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not annoyed or angry. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you, Dice Forge. <laughs> You're very nice. I like your inlay. It's one of the yeah. most spectacular ones I've ever seen. I really like your art. I like your sleeve thing. Your sleeve thing. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. The slidey <laughs> thing. Yeah, that keeps everything organised. I like things organised. <laughs> but you're just disappointing. I thought I was going to play I was going to play something else. Yeah, you can go and sit with your brother Century Spice Road and think about what you've done. No, you're not a Splendour <laughs> Killer. You're not a Splendour nope. Killer, Century. You know, you got lucky. <laughs> you you got the hype quite right, okay? But who, who remembers you now? Hmm? Who remembers nobody? Right. <laughs> and so on. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> but well, so you've got the main reviews. You're doing your videos as well. Yeah. So did a yeah. Which are did a 
which are really which are really really good fun <laughs> thank you <laughs> i had a lot of, yeah we had a lot of fun with those i have to admit it really was an opportunity just to kind of like go crazy like none of those were uh you know through reviews copies or anything like that it was uh just um entirely for the sake of creating something yeah um which was nice but that's why you did it in the first place yeah i mean when you started it it wouldn't have been a case that oh i know what's going to happen here's my plan major mm-hmm. game board you know major um major game distributor is going to get in contact with me round about month eight yep yep <laughs> and, then <we're> set, <laughs> and, then, and then we're set up you know it's not like you plan that the you five just, year plan <laughs> exactly you know this time next year rodney we'll not have any shelving space <laughs> Um, but oh my goodness, where can we, where can we, where can we, where can we find you on the interweb net, Mister Evans? I, I am at uh, creakingshelves.com. Okay. And my YouTube channel is also Creaking Shelves. Um, and my Twitter account is actually at Creaking Shelf because I didn't have enough space for the plural um it's a nightmare isn't it? i'm also on instagram as well but yeah. yeah it's the worst <laughs> i can't believe you didn't you couldn't get the full shelves is it because it was over know. the character limit yeah yeah oh, so i've only moment. got the one shelf on twitter but it's obviously you, creaking because it's you, under the weight of go, everything else yeah you need to go to the website for the full experience <laughs> 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 the full eight, the full six shelfer. Yeah. <laughs> how many um sh- how many shelving units do you have? So I only have one shelving unit in my in my flat because I I live in a smallish flat in London. Uh so I've only so... got like I've only got six. It's 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 not a Calax. Like it's one of the, uh, but it is That's from okay. IKEA. So you do have like a cube shelving thing it's actually half of our wardrobe all right <laughs> we don't have too many clothes so i've got all, all this we've got a really big wardrobe as well but, so it's like we fit all the clothes in half the wardrobe and the other half is all my board games and occasionally i go out dressed up like a really bad robot from Halloween. <laughs> it's like matt i really appreciate you sending me this copy of scythe there appears to be two really big round holes. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's because I kind of ran out of washing one day and I had to wear it as a sleeve for work. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So do you get to the point where you like to dress or do I just take cardboard with me? That's amazing. Oh. Are they creaking though? That's the main thing. Uh, no. Every time I lift the. Things out, or something. That that would be the on-brand answer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. IKEA provides some of the best crafted furniture in the land. You can't yeah. even. Yeah, I mean, I can. I've tried to set them on fire once, and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, IKEA are never going to sponsor me, are they? No, I mean, you've just basically chucked the whole Calax thing out of it. You know, we mention them all the time because eventually they'll turn around and maybe give us one. Not that we're fussed. 
We keep our bon- <laughs> we keep ours under the bed. <laughs> that doesn't sound like nearly enough space. No, I was joking with Steve Tudor and Polyhedron Collider once that when we do the video, <laughs> the first video that we do, and you know how you usually have the people sitting in front of the big shelving units of board mm. games, I'm going to be lying. Yeah. Ho- I'm going to be lying horizontally in front of the bed <laughs> with, oh, with all nice. the games underneath. <laughs> with, with a blood, with a blood rushing at my head, <laughs> and that little vein at the side of my forehead can almost pop in, and that's how it'll be done. Um, <clears throat> oh my goodness! <laughs> I look forward. To, I look forward to those. When, when are they releasing? Ah, uh, they're they're not. Oh. <laughs> As I say, I've got a face for I've got a face for podcasting. Right. Know? I'm just sick of my children saying, "Dad, Halloween was in October. It's almost Christmas now." Um, Chalmers <laughs> Absolutely, just like the dad um, <laughs> um, This has been a lot of fun <laughs> This has just been absolutely madness But good fun It's always good fun We enjoyed it at least I We enjoyed it we don't, else, As yeah. I say, this is my thing It's a conversation between you and me If, you know, if several... <laughs> Several hundred people happen to listen to it at the same time, then that's up to them. I'm not deciding <laughs> what they're doing to their work. You know, listen to something educational. You get TED Talks podcast now. You can be learning something about the world. It's up to <laughs> them. But we do appreciate every single one of them. So just go go to Google, search Creaking Shelves or Shelf if you're on Twitter. We will make sure that we put all the links in the show notes so we have notes to show, as we always do. If you want to keep an eye on what we're doing... <clears throat> You can do the same thing. Go to Google, search for Creaking Shelves. You'll find... No, you won't. You'll find him there. Go to Google. <laughs> do it, go do it, Google. do that. <laughs> do, that do, do that, that's better. That's the more educational, better thing for you. Or if you plan on listening to more of this nonsense and potentially videos... I'm just really not videos at all. I just look... I really look ugly. Um, you know... Uh, I'm just one of these people. I've not aged. I've aged like vinegar as I've got older and I'm just as bitter. Um, <laughs> but if you go to Google, search We're Not Wizards, you'll find us on Twitter at We're Not Wizards. You'll find us on Facebook at We're Not Wizards and Instagram at We're Not Wizards. If you go to YouTube and you search for We're Not Wizards Tabletop Podcast, you will find us there because every single podcast that we do, thanks to our Podbean, who are our podcast hosts, they automatically put our podcasts up there for us. That's very nice. You can find us on Stitcher, you can find us on Acast, you can find us on Spreaker, you can find us on Podknife. Um, If you like what you've listened to tonight, please consider going to Apple Podcasts and dropping us a little uh, subscription. If you like us even more, consider giving us a rating or a review. If you are being that generous and I'm telling you now, it's my birthday really soon, so I'm not asking for any use to send me anything. Just go on Apple Podcasts and stick us a little review. If you do give us a review, remember, don't give us a 10, because it makes us big-headed. But don't give us a 1, because it makes us cry. Give us a 5, because it's in the middle, and it's average. And we're we're decidedly average. <laughs> But the person who's not been average tonight is the rather amazing, the rather fantastic um, Dr. Matthew Evans. (laughs) 
Spotify. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you're wanting, if you want them to sort you out with your xylem and your phloem and your cambium and your communication <laughs> between different an- vegetable matter, then here's your man. Otherwise, if you're looking for them when when these get a little bit bigger and then we cut them down and press them and colour them and put them in other cardboard boxes, he is also your man. So he's kind of carrying you on from the tree's cradle to the tree's grave. <laughs> Well, There's only dark. two more things. <laughs> it's quite dark, isn't it? But that's what happens. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. It's like, you don't have like carb. It's not like you get cardboard games on trees. Um, <laughs> There's only two more things to do. Um, the first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Matt? We're not wizards. Definitely not. And the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from the rather... He's fantastic. I've had a blast doing this. It's been brilliant. I could talk to you for another couple of hours, to be honest. But I'm on a, but I'm on a yellow and I'm coming down. Um, and another glass of juice. <laughs> another, yeah, it's on its way. It's like getting lined up. I'm thinking about going for the Capri Sun. And uh, just... Yeah. Well, it's... You know, it's time to get a bit saucy. And the the second thing is, uh, as I say, is to say goodbye. So, say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me, remember. Stay safe, roll sixes. Check out Creaking Shelves. They do some really, really good stuff. The reviews are top-notch. Their videos are very, very funny. They're definitely one to watch. They're far more professional than what we'll ever be, you know. So... If you're going to spend your time consuming some content, consume it on something which is weighty enough to make those shelves a creaking. But until the next time, goodbye.